and welcome to that rewatch party where we're upstairs people now and it's horrible i'm harrison bloom i'm zach horowitz and i'm mark green and following up from our last episode where we watched the pilot of that 70s show in days like these we're talking about that 90s show we've time traveled 20 years into the future into a decade that we're all quite familiar with Wait, into the it's future. 20 years into the future and 30 years into the past. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Spooky time stuff. We're doing the time warp, guys. That's what it sounds like when you time travel. Well, yeah, it's Whoa. just a step to the left. <laughs> well, no, I just mean like, you know, if you were, I, it's like a little detail in Back to the Future, but if you're watching it when Marty hits 88 miles per hour, like the, it's hard to here because the score is going but um michael j fox goes whoa whoa (laughs) and that happens every time he time travels throughout the series you'd think after a certain point he'd get used to it (laughs) yeah you would but no because that's an involuntary reaction (laughs) right it just like comes out of him (laughs) yeah Yeah, Yeah. it just explodes from within you whenever you hit 88 Mm -hmm. miles per hour that makes sense Anyway, the place is Point Place, Wisconsin. The time is July 3rd, 1995, and the show is that 90s show, the reboot of that 70s show. They're back, baby. Yeah. Yeah. The second reboot of that 70s show. We don't talk about the other one. (laughs) Yeah, there's the second one, that 80s show, which actually does exist. was concurrent. I'd argue it's a spinoff and not a reboot. So this is still the first. Okay. Okay. No, that's I'm a good adamant. point. I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. I guess you could also call this a, 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 re, a, a sequel or spinoff or something rather than a reboot. But people just say reboot nowadays when it sounds like something a Hollywood studio came up with. Like, oh, it's, it's that 70s show, but it's that 90s show 20 years later. That means it's a reboot, not a sequel or a spinoff. I do believe it's like, well, a reboot and a, or a reboot quill is, you know, they're bringing it back after it's been gone for a long time. But oh, I okay. do not think it's super interesting to litigate all this. Guys, it's a new show. Yeah, it's a new show. It's a new show. We finished watching or we didn't finish watching because they're going to air a season three. iCarly. And but that's not out at the time of recording, show. so we had to do something else. Yep. I was really excited to watch this with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I think we went over it in the last episode. I really love that 70s show and was excited for this reboot because, you know, we watched Fuller House, which is a show that repeats the premise of its first show of DJ moves into the house. She has three sons and... Now two of her friends move in to help her raise them. And I don't know why, but it was always like, it's really happening again with Fuller House. (laughs) But I don't know. There's something here where it's like, well, I don't know. Eric and Donna's kid and her teenage friends hang out in Red and Kitty's house and their grandparents now where I'm like, yes, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think that makes more sense. (laughs) That's, that's That's far less to swallow. It feels like more natural, I guess. Yeah. Because, like, with Fuller House, it's like, oh, what are the odds that there's going to be three people moving into the house again to take care of their three children, one of which one of which is a baby? I guess the one question I have about it is, like, I guess we'll get into this, but the whole, the, the setup is she's staying there for the summer at her grandparents' house, and 
if this does become like a long running thing, I do wonder how they're going to keep that going. Like, is it going to be like a year by year thing or is it, are they going to come up with new excuses for her to be back at the house? I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. That sounds like a problem for the writers of that 90s show. No, exactly. I just think it's, I think it's an interesting question. Like how do they keep that going? Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling you can probably stretch a summer into a few seasons. And also I don't think it would be too much trouble to be like, and now we go a year later for the next season. Yeah. Yeah. We catch up with all the characters. Here's what was happening to me. Yeah, But all this was just possible. Yeah. What I meant to say by saying the premise feels more natural to me is also, I was much more excited for this show than I ever was for Fuller House because <laughs> that is fair. Red and hmm. Kitty getting a new group of dumb teens in their basement. I was like, yes, give it to me. Funnel it into my mouth. Mm-hmm. Funnel it into the mouth hole. Funnel it into the mouth hole. That's what I say with everything I watch. Funnel it into my the mouth hole. I don't watch things with my eyes. You know me. You've seen me watch shows. I yeah. I, I think close really my eyes, the I go way to sleep and I go ah. Really, the, the best way to take in a TV show is through the taste, you know? Each show has, yeah. like, its own unique taste. Mark, can you describe with me to me in, like, a sentence what, uh, what every show we've watched so far tastes yeah. like? Of course, Zach. I always will. Fuller House tastes like a summer breeze. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yum. There are hints of rose petal, and it's breezy and easy and not the most complex flavor, but it's there for you. iCarly tastes like a ham sandwich. Classic. <laughs> not kosher. Not kosher? <laughs> not not kosher. Yeah. No, what? Uh, is a ham sandwich kosher? No, what are it's you, not. Are, you're taking... <laughs> I, no, it's not. I'm just yeah, wondering just, what tastes... The fact that that was un- your first note. <laughs> I'm just wondering what tastes unkosher about iCarly. I could explain, but that would defeat the purpose. Of, okay. Um, you really have what to taste What does the Garfield show, show taste like? Garfield show tastes like shit, okay? <laughs> Not lasagna? No, it tastes like shit. It tastes like the lasagna that Garfield ate up and pooped out. Maybe a shit lasagna, you know? I'm not going to keep doing it. It might yeah. sound like we're avoiding uh, talking about not that 90s show, but we're really not. I think we enjoyed the show. Oh, yeah, uh, we did this time around. Yeah. And now we're going to and we're going to talk about it now. I was trying to get to it. And then we started talking about tasting things and litigating <laughs> reboots. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really trying to litigate. I was just more like, I don't know. But anyways, we're here. We're uh, in Red and Kitty's house. It's the 90s. And Eric and Donna are coming over for 4th of July weekend. Yay! Everything happens so quickly at the start of this episode. We begin with Kitty dancing to Groove is in the Heart. And then, like, Red comes in and he's dancing as well. Red is really fun in this episode because this is the first time where we see... No kids red. Yeah, that's that's entirely fair. Red who does not Yeah. Red who does not have to be involved in the lives of any young people. Red is very much an observer in this episode, just going like, Well, not my problem. And he's having a grand old time. Oh yeah. Yes. He's very happy. It's, it's a nice side of Red to see. But yeah, Kitty's here. She's dancing before you can even register what's going on. Red comes in, he's dancing. Then the doorbell rings. Eric's here. And 
Then it turns out Eric's daughter, Leia, is here. She's going to be our main character. And then all of a sudden, Donna's here. Yeah. If I can say one, I'm pretty sure that was a bit where, like, the doorbell didn't even ring. So I'm pretty sure, like, Eric's first line is like, wait, mom, I didn't even ring the doorbell. So Kitty just has, like, spidey senses. Mm, Yeah. And that, like, my son is is here. Children's senses, yes. Yeah. Uh, Kitty is so invested in being a mom, she can sense a child from miles away. She had to hone it over many years, so she never knew where Lori was, uh, I assume. <laughs> yes, that's that's a very, very good point. This was probably Lori required. Yes. God. So, yeah, uh, Eric is here, Donna is here, and, and Leia is here. Yeah, we can break it down more. I just meant to again i felt a lot of like whiplash in this front scene because i'm oh, trying yeah. to take notes while we're watching and i was like okay there's this person and this person and this person it moved at a very break oh, yeah, the first pace. scene yeah, yeah a lot happens in this first scene yeah eric and donna are here donna is bringing in all the luggage <laughs> because that's what she does i love that yep. like they never bring this up eric is just refusing yep. to help his wife carry yep. the bags and he's just like okay well, it's just such a good little detail because it's like yeah eric walks in they start talking because it's a sitcom and characters yeah. are always entering and talking and you don't think about it and then donna comes in with all this luggage she's like thanks for the help and he's like yeah sure <laughs> she's like don't worry don't worry eric i got it And he's like all right cool thanks yep cool thanks anyway what i was talking about <laughs> i really like eric in this episode torfer grace <laughs> is locked in he's really good oh yeah, yeah. Also, fully, like, has not aged at all since that 70s show. I know, right? And he yeah. has the same yeah. hairdo as in the, as in the 1970s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's great. Topher Grace is wonderful in this episode. Yeah. No, I love all the cast members returning. They're doing a really good job. <laughs> they feel really locked into their characters. It occurs to me he has the same haircut as he did in the 70s. But really, that was the haircut Topher Grace had in the 90s. And now we're seeing Topher Grace in the 90s. That's right. break my brain. Holy shit. Mind blown. Um, We find out Eric is an adjunct professor teaching a course on the religion of Star Wars. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. He he fully just did exactly what his teenage brain wanted him to do. (laughs) I love it. See, like, in my mind, I know there's, like, you know, it's like thinking about, like, even actual colleges do where they have like courses yeah. on like fun stuff that people take as like yeah. business. like oh surely this isn't the only thing that he teaches but no it sounds like that is the only thing he teaches <laughs> yeah i was sort of like what do you think he like studied or got a degree in in the real world like like <laughs> that's a good question he, did he study theology and that's yeah, why he's teaching say, the religion of star wars or did he study film and that's why he's talking about star wars or did he just study star wars (laughs) maybe it's like he he studied theology he was knighted by george lucas himself and got the blessing to teach a star wars he wrote he wrote the first ever like a phd thesis on Mm -hmm. on star wars and religion and that's how he got his job I, I do like Red's reaction to this, where it's like he says that, like, yes, my class about the religion of Star Wars is very popular, and then Red immediately responds with, "See, this is why our country is going to lose the next war." But I also love Eric follows that up with, "Well, if it's an intergalactic battle between good and evil, then we should win." 
Uh, and I mean, I, I don't remember what exactly the next war was, but I'm pretty sure it's the Gulf War, which I guess means it was a battle between good and evil taking place across the galaxy. <laughs> I, I, I really thought you were going to say, I don't remember what Star Wars was about. But, <laughs> but I'm glad you swerved because he, he offered a pretty concise description of what Star Wars is about. Yeah. 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 An intergalactic battle between good and evil. And the Gulf War. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the Gulf. Yes. <laughs> but um, Eric and Leia, his daughter named after, I don't know, maybe anything. I don't know what she's really, I don't know where that name comes from. Yeah. Um, Star Trek. I'm, I'm struggling. Oh, it might have been oh, Star Trek. Oh, is it from Star Trek? Yeah. It was probably Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Nichelle Nichols' character, right? Leia? Of course. You're right. I haven't seen any TV shows or movies. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, you could be watched. It could be referring to Deep Space Nine's Leia, who was only in a couple episodes mm, but has a yeah, strong yeah, yeah. fan following. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's probably a reference to. It's a reference to Leia from News Radio. Oh, right, uh, Eric, classic yeah. sitcom fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I just need both my co-hosts and everyone listening. There is no Leia in News Radio. That was the joke I was making. I just wanted um, something secure. That was obscure. That was the first thing that came to mind. <gasps> But Eric and Leia are going to be going to Alabama for father-daughter space camp. Ooh. Yay. Topher Grace. That sounds terrible. (laughs) It also sounds like it's not a real thing. (laughs) Space camp. Yeah. Well, father-daughter space camp. Father-daughter space camp. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that. Also, they mentioned like space camp was real. You see all the like advertisements on like Nickelodeon as a kid or whatever for space camp. I did not. I don't remember. Actually, me neither. Zach, did you see? Yeah, I feel like they. Well, I feel like it was on like the old like you know the like Nickelodeon game shows or whatever. It's like you're gonna win space camp or whatever. Uh, I I was familiar with space camp as a cultural object, but I I don't remember seeing specific things for it. But I'm very happy okay. for you, Zach. That sounds like such Thank a rich, you. fulfilling thing to have. In I never life. got to go to space camp, just so <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, Eric's very excited for them to go to space camp. Leia does not seem into it. Um, and Kitty, of all people, tells Eric, like, I think your daughter might need some space. Camp. Some space camp. Exactly. Yeah. This is the and thing. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this is where we find out that Eric's having some trouble letting go and and Mm -hmm. watching Leia grow up and grow away. As Donna says, it's a tough age, 38 years old. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Actually. Good joke. joke. (laughs) Actually. Yeah. I have quite possibly my favorite IMDb trivia I've ever seen. What? Go ahead. Because this is, uh, an IMDb goof. But then it looks like someone else came in and like edited the goof and has their own commentary on it. So I'm mm-hmm. going to read this whole thing verbatim. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> Donna states that Eric is 38, but he turned 17 in 1976. So in turn, <laughs> that would make him 36 in 1995. This, however, is not considered a goof per IMDb guidelines. The below is one of the items for unacceptable goofs for long-running TV shows and be the last sentence. These get a fair amount of latitude when it comes to continuity between episodes. It seems unreasonable for us to expect that every detail of every character's life, every setting and situation, every fact 
in the imaginary world will be fully thought out and properly documented when a TV series is first devised. Teams of writers work on these things over many years, and it is inevitable that newer, better ideas will come along that will supplant older notions. These will not generally be considered as continuity goofs, unless they're especially oh interesting God. or amusing. This is like... He had like a philosophical like, yeah, right. It fully sounds like someone else came in was yeah. like offended that someone li- yeah. listed this as a goof on IMDb and wrote an entire like paragraph. Which, by the way, like I'm I'm fine for minor sitcom like continuity things like yeah. all the time in sitcoms. It's like, oh, my birthday's coming up in May, and then like two seasons later, it's like, oh, my birthday just happened in July. I've been watching that 70s show and I think they like mess yeah. up whether or not Donna has any kids, uh, any uh, siblings, any siblings. Yeah, she has a little yeah. sister in like an early episode but in then, a season yeah. one episode. And then she and I think she like they mention another sister once and then she we never see any other sisters. Yeah, I think they like or after the one appearance. It's weird, right? Like they, these things happen. Yeah. It's fine. But yeah, yeah. But I, I would but argue someone took offense to this. <laughs> Yeah, but I'd I'd also argue that like one of the ones that you can be like, hey, this was a mistake is when the second episode of your original show is called Eric's birthday. (laughs) And the big thing is Eric is turning 16 and then you literally do a show set 20 years later. That just feels like a very easily provable yeah, thing. yeah, that's very strange. That one doesn't feel quite as minor to me as like Eric says his birthdays in January, but really, but yeah, to get so upset and editorialized. Oh, yeah. The fact like that someone that. got so worked up. That's about like a this. philosophical yeah. dissertation on the nature of goofs yeah. and, and sitcom continuity, which is so entertaining. Yeah, like I don't care that Donna had two sisters who mysteriously disappeared from existence. Where did they go? I don't think about it. It doesn't keep me up at night. Well, you see, Midge's. Where are they? Midge's. Uh, daughter sense them? actually deactivated and they were taken away <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just gone yeah they just faded out of existence one day yeah mm-hmm. it's but fine who's behind it and why the time cops that's the mystery that's going to keep me up at night you're stuck out that's, of time that's, in an alternate dimension that's really the question of the show yeah but this is also where I want to commend one minor detail that the show does really well, which is its transitions. Oh, yeah, yes. they do um, it well. Because this is where we get our first just like interstitial transition to another scene. And it's it's, I think, Leia dancing to a 90s song in front of a weird, colorful background. And that's exactly the kind of transition they had in that 70s show. So I'm really glad they're keeping that going. And it's updated. It's, it's a nineties aesthetic. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah, It's perfect. Yeah. It's, I, it's something that you honestly wouldn't really think about all that much, but I'm so glad they did it. And yeah, then we go to the next scene. Leia, I think is in the backyard or something. And she hears someone poorly. She's shooting hoops. She's, she hears someone poorly singing You Oughta Know, and she goes to investigate, <laughs> popping her head into the window of our second teen. What? Oh, boy. Yep. Who who was it? It was Gwen, right? It was Gwen. Yeah. It was Gwen. It was Gwen. Gwen. Yeah. Yep. I'm still getting the name straight, but yeah, she, she's... I'm glad you said it, because I fully did not remember her name until you said it. <laughs> I know the names mostly because I was keeping up with, like, behind-the-scenes material. Yeah. 
But yes, it's Gwen. There's a line that I really like where Gwen, there, where Gwen sees someone staring in her, I believe, second story window and is like, what are you doing? And Leia's like, oh, I wasn't doing anything weird. I was just, you know, looking at you, wondering what it would be like to be you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Leia offers to get... Um, to get an old record to show. And they're hanging out. It's Donna's old room. This is the Pinciotti's old house. I love that they immediately get to the observation that, yes, Eric and Donna definitely had sex in both of the rooms they're sleeping in. Um. <laughs> yep, yep. That's Gwen's, that's Gwen's first thing that she says to Leia. He's uh, like, wow, your parents must have fucked on this bed a bunch of times. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I don't know if it would be the first thing I would say to someone. Yeah, definitely not. No, but I <laughs> number number three, number three for sure. <laughs> no, wait, Mark, are you saying you don't walk up to someone and be like, "Hi, I'm Mark." By the way, your parents used to fuck on my bed. No, Zach, I say, "Hi, I'm Mark." That's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just got a new carpet. That's number two. My your parents <laughs> used to fuck two? on my bed. That's number three. Yeah, yeah, that's number two. What's wrong with that? I, I'm mm. I'm just saying I do think number it's very four is asking do you have any pets? <laughs> <laughs> it's number you one is like a mark. Number two through. is I just got you... a new carpet. <laughs> yeah. Number three is your parents used to have sex on my bed. Number four is I do you have any pets? What if they ask to see your new carpet and your carpet is really old by this point and it's not really a new I... carpet? Zach, it's a conversation starter. You know me. I keep my carpet pristine. So if anyone wants to see it, it looks new. And that way we can talk about my new carpet and where I may have gotten it. <laughs> you know, it's, my how you inter- it's how you interact with people. It's conversation starters. How don't you know this? Yeah. And if that doesn't work, you always go, you then go right to your parents yeah. used to have sex on my bed. <laughs> yeah. That's number three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a system. <laughs> Yeah, it's foolproof, guys. Yeah, I I do want to see that. I want to see one of those sitcom episodes where a character's like, uh, "Here's my system for picking up women," and that's the system. <laughs> and it works. Now you've gotten every them time. off their. <laughs> now you've gotten them off guard, but you've planted the idea of sex in their head. <laughs> <laughs> we you have that's to suggest when you ask, later. Do you have any pets? To show you're vulnerable. You have to suggest later, we gotta get back at your parents for having sex on this bed so much by having sex with me on this bed. And so we can tell them. It's a family tradition. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But we also get the introduction of our third teen, Gwen's older brother from a different father, Nate. Nate. Nate is the best. Um, I love Nate. Nate's, Nate's the best. Awesome. Nate's, Nate's the new Kelso. Nate's a dummy, and we love a dummy. He's, we love a dummy. He's a dummy without the obvious misogyny. So it, it's like an yeah. it's the superior Kelso in a way. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. not that we don't love Kelso. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> I do want to say like. The characters all do definitely have their analogs to the original show. But they're not the same. They all are pretty different. Yeah. Yeah. Though it is funny because there is the same number of characters. (laughs) Yeah. There are the same number of characters. There's one couple who's together. Yeah. There's, to Mm. my knowledge, one will-they-won't-they couple. Yeah. Right. One of them is insanely stupid. One of them's a bad boy. 
One of them is <laughs> kind of effeminate. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I Nate, I do think, is the most like just Kelso. Well, you had an entire like chart made. He sent this to us. He f- took like the poster for that 90s show. And over all the characters, there's the text of like Eric, Kelso, Donna, Hyde, so on and so forth. For mm-hmm. all the characters, yeah. like this is our yeah. equivalent for this new cast. Yeah. Look, Gwen is a cool best friend. She's Hyde. Jay, yeah. though not temperamentally being Donna, is the love interest for our main character. So he's Donna. We've got a couple. So Nate and Nikki, they're Kelso and Jackie. And Ozzy is Fez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it works out. Don't we all have the yeah. same friend group of yeah. oddly specific archetypes? <laughs> I just do think it's funny because they are pretty different characters, but they all also are the same characters. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely came from yeah. a conscious and, place of we want to recapture the yeah. magic oh, of that yeah, friend yeah. group, yeah. but right. we're not going to make yeah. them the exact same people, which I like. Right. And I mean, like they haven't had as much like, and we're not going to like, they haven't had as much time to develop their own personalities because again, we've only seen the one episode. Uh, so we're not going to like talk them on that, but yeah. yeah. But again, in episode one, it very much seems that uh, Nate is a dummy who has a girlfriend. So yeah. I'm pretty, he feels pretty Kelso to me. Yeah. yeah. More so than even any of the other characters feel like their counterparts. He's very Kelso. More so he than Kelso's in. son. <laughs> That's yep. right. He comes in, he's yeah. shaving his chest. Um, he and Gwen yell at each other because he calls her music uh, whiny vagina music. <laughs> and she says, we're going to start a band called whiny vagina music. And he says, I'm going to start a band called that stupid. <laughs> burn. Um, got him. Yeah, burn. Got him. Wow. That's they great. have a new Lori uh, and Eric. <laughs> <laughs> they did a two for one there. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, next. I My note is just Gwen's older brother is trying to shave. Nate says whiny vagina music. And my next note is uh, Kitty misses the house being full. She yeah. misses people being around. I love that. I love that Kitty is all for it and Red just can't wait for them to leave. <laughs> Red is so happy to not be around children or teenagers, <laughs> <Nope>. I guess. <laughs> all the dumbassery had finally left, but now it's back. How could he? How could he bear it? Yep. <laughs> oh, the dumbassery! She just wants a full house. <laughs> what a full house! That's right. She just wants Everywhere a full house. You look. She just wants three kooky men to come in with three little girls. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty Foreman in Full House would make that show a million times better. You don't have to change anything except having Kitty there. Yes. <laughs> You know what? That's fair. Yeah. There are a few yeah. things that I wouldn't say could be improved by just having Kitty Foreman be there. That's true. <laughs> a full true. house is one of them. It's incredible. Yeah. 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 But Kitty wants a full house and we're not talking the show that would have been on the air at this point. That's right. Pretty oh, unequivocally. Yeah. Oh yeah. They would have been, they yeah. could have been watching it. You think that we're going to get a, uh, a scene where they all watch full house together in the TV it's in sim- the basement. It's, it's some quintessential 90s. I mean, Dave Coulier enters the this basement. This could be our first. <laughs> this could be our first show where they reference another show that we've watched. Oh my god, <laughs> that's insane! Uh, I really thought it was going to be the Garfield guys, show. Oh my god, guys, guys, guys! It's 1995 in that 90s show. 
They could watch Frasier. <gasps> yes. Oh. Yes. They could <laughs> watch Frasier. Frasier came. Frasier's been airing for two years at this point. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> Think of the oh possibilities. Oh my fucking god. I'm getting so excited about that, fully forgetting that the last episode of iCarly we watched did reference Oh yeah, Frasier. that's right. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Anyway, Leia comes in and she has a nose ring, which Eric does not like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't, he doesn't like her nose ring. I forget what he says, but he makes some Star Wars reference. I think she's... Uh, You've turned to the dark side. That's not yeah. it. But that's uh, he says something about Master says, Yoda. do or do not. Yeah, yes. Yeah, there yeah, is yeah. no try. He makes a Yoda reference and everyone's like, yeah. no, Eric, please. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Leia fully hates Star Wars. I guess I would too yeah, if I was my... named after one of the characters. <laughs> if I was named Leia Tatooine Foreman, <laughs> I would probably hate Star Wars. Yeah. I think it, it might be this scene where Eric says, Leia Tatooine Foreman, and Donna says, that's not her middle name. Her middle name is Anne. And Eric says, I never agreed to that. Um, I would love her to be Leia Tatooine Foreman. Though may I also throw out Leia Sebulba Foreman? Oh, God. <laughs> Sebulba! <laughs> yes! Leia Jar Jar Sebulba Foreman the Le- second. Leia Jar Jar Sebulba Foreman. I guess that would Leia be impossible. Leia Cassian Andor Cassian Foreman. Andor Foreman. <laughs> Leia Gulp Shadow Foreman. Leia Sebulba Greedo. Babu Frick Foreman. Uh, I think it should be Babu Frick. I think it should Babu be Leia Frick Babu Foreman. Frick Foreman. <laughs> oh, God. I know it hadn't come Leia out Leia Lando Calrissian Foreman. <laughs> We could do this literally all day, and I would yeah. have fun doing it. Um, but yeah, Leia, I, my note is Leia and Red both hate Star Wars. She's <laughs> great. True. Yep. Um, also, Red likes that his that Eric and his daughter are fighting. Like, Red is getting joy out of this happening. Oh, yeah. I think he yeah. says, I think that's like Karma's a, a bitch. Karma's oh, a I, bitch. I, I oh, does the scene where he says, I've never been prouder come later? That's later. Yeah, that's later. Because, but I just want to know one, it's just, I think it's so funny that after years of fighting, Red's like, my son is fighting with his daughter. Great. (laughs) Again, because he's not involved. So he's just watching everything go down. (laughs) Red has catty vacation energy in this episode. Oh, he's red is just sitting down, watching everything happening, not caring about any of it. Yes. And being Mm -hmm. like, I'm having a good time. Like even even Kitty, like Kitty has this whole thing. She wants Donna to call her mom. Right. Which is funny because to me, because like we we had a pretty like Kitty was pretty much Donna's second mom in the original show. So it's just funny to me to be playing this thing of like, does Donna like hold Kitty at a distance? Yeah, no, I my interpretation was that she's so used to calling her Mrs. Foreman over the years because she was like Eric's childhood friend and then like his girlfriend so of course she called her mrs foreman uh that it probably just feels weird to say mom uh but she should at least call her kitty (laughs) i don't know yeah Yeah. i just think it's fun Um, yeah it is fun i love this little conflict um, but but yeah yeah Yeah. uh we go over to the basement but not the basement we go over to gwen and nate's basement where they're hanging out with our new friend ozzy yeah. Who I I really can't stop. I didn't really like Ozzy. <laughs> I, uh, I think yeah, I'm not. 
I, I think he's probably the weakest. I think he probably just needs more yeah. time to kind of show yeah. his strengths. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ozzy is played by the actor who played Yo-Yo in Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, my God. Uh, so he's got oh. that going for him. Nice. Good for him. Good yep. for him. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, Ozzy is, I mean, I feel like he's the new Fez in that he's sort of like a hanger on, but their friend... It's very hard to say they're non-white friend, especially because there are a couple of non-white yeah. uh, <laughs> members in the gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he he's sort of like catty and judgmental. Yeah, um, right. He does not like uh, Gwen's basement. That's right. I love that, Mark, you pointed this out. I didn't notice it, but I, I love that the couch in the basement is now the 70s couch from the living yeah. room. Yeah, well, that's when well, that's we go back to the basement, foreman's right? basement. We're not quite yeah. at the foreman's basement yet, but oh, that is not? a detail. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're oh, hanging out in Gwen's right. basement, which is oh, full, right, filled right, right, with like yeah. junk, and the chairs are just like folding chairs. That's right. I forgot. That's it's part, different. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of I, I think like that's part of why they have Ozzy go like this basement sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, later on in the foreman basement, uh, the uh, furniture from the living room from the seventies is now the furniture in the basement, which is a really fun touch. I love the um, idea that yeah. they, they upgrade their upstairs it's furniture cool and trick. discard the mm-hmm. old furniture in the basement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We meet the rest of the teens. Uh, Nate's girlfriend, Nikki, who I don't have much to say about other than she like makes out with Nate a bunch. And is yeah. kind of the hide. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess so, yeah. Or is Gwen the Hyde? I, I'm thinking too hard about this. Gwen, uh, I, I feel like Gwen's I the think, Hyde. And she's I think more Gwen's the, the Hyde in that she's Leia's friend who's cooler than her. Nikki is also yeah. kind of a bad girl, but is kind of more slated into Jackie's yeah, but, role. Yeah. So, I, because yeah. she's, she's dating the Kelso. I, yeah. I say the Jackie in, um, Tyler, who has seen the rest of it, says, not Jackie's time will come. But at the moment, she feels very much not jackie she's yeah yeah well, I, mean, uh, I feel she's like girlfriend yeah i mean i feel like all the characters out of all the characters that are like the friend group or whatever mm-hmm. i feel like we spend the least amount of time with nikki yeah that's true there she yeah. gets a good line or two yeah. uh her in At this scene she consoles yeah exactly in, in this scene she consoles nate who was scared because he thought the mcrib was leaving the mcdonald's menu forever um <laughs> mm-hmm. but turns out it wasn't no love um, nate still love nate love, He's nate. The best. love, love nate. us some nate we love a dummy nate's so good nate's real good i like nate she has a line about like uh later in the woods i'll watch you do karate on a tree and he's like thank you babe that, yeah. that would mean so much to me yeah. i really like, needed this right yeah. now i really yeah. needed someone to watch me do karate on this tree <laughs> Yeah, it's it's that's how that's I a vent li- my frustration. That, that's what I was thinking about. That's maybe my favorite line of the episode. Maybe not, but it could be. Um, it that does come later, but it's like, yeah, that line. I'm like, yep, they gave her one knockout moment in this episode. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, um, then we, as you were saying, uh, Mark, we meet Jay. We meet, yeah, we meet Jay, who's this dreamy, dreamy young man, whose parents we don't know. We yeah. don't know who his parents are going to be. He's oddly. It could be anyone. Ooh. We could know them. They could be characters from that 70s show. We don't know. They could be um, characters from a different show. Yep. Uh, he Maybe he's Ross and Rachel's kid. Yeah, this could be a crossover universe. Ooh. You never know. 
Yeah, Ross and Rachel move to Point Place, Wisconsin. Yes. <laughs> and have a child together. Leia Leia meets Jay and immediately they have there's sort of a vibe between them. I wrote Leia meets Jay horny question mark. Um, both pretty horny. Yeah. Jay, yeah. Is Jay immediately all asks the time. her, yeah, he, he says to her, Are you spiritual? Yeah. Jay, it's it's a funny thing in that I feel like my handle on Jay's character at the moment is not so much that he's like super, super horny and like making sex jokes and everything, but he like tries to seduce like every person he meets. Yeah. 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 He's not like outright coming on to everyone, but it's like he meets Leia and the first thing out of his mouth is, are you spiritual? And later he meets Kitty and he's like, Mrs. Foreman, your basement's a really warm, inviting place. He's just, he's just really into. I can't wait really to spend into, more time in it this summer. Yeah. He's yeah. just really into sex as a concept. I, I, I don't know how yeah. to describe really it. looking to spending time inside of you or a basement. Yeah. Yeah. And he never, I don't think he ever overtly says anything sexual, but he's like fully com- coming on to everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's kind of great. <laughs> yeah. Mostly Leia and Kitty. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, I guess that's his thing. Also, we find out that uh, he and Nate are best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we They're cut over to, to Jay, Nate, and Nikki in Nate's van. Another reason why he's Kelso. Kelso had a van. <laughs> also important to note, Jay gets yeah. shotgun uh, because, you yeah. know, you got to look out for the homies first, bros before hoes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Nikki is very upset. I forget about what this. prompts it, but there is an exchange where I think maybe Nate just says like, "Come on, bro, you're my best friend," and Jay goes, "Bro," and Nate goes, "Bro," and they just do that back and forth at each other for a while. Yes, <laughs> they do that a couple I times, really especially after the, yeah. this scene. But um, yeah. I, I love the subversion in this scene of uh, <laughs> the first the episode we watched last week. The the pilot had Eric yeah. giving Donna yeah. the front seat and making. Kelso sit in the yeah, back. Kelso sit in the Whereas back. Right, yeah. Yeah. Now, now Jay Kelso yeah. gets to sit in the front. <laughs> yeah. Oops, you spoiled it. Jay is Kelso. Harrison, what the fuck? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Mark, uh, it isn't said if Jay Kelso is Jackie's oh, biological man. son. Oh, it's yeah, just, I haven't said that yet. Kelso right. just says, it's like, just he's got his yeah. dad's looks and his mom's brains. Mm. That's right. It, it's not That's explicitly true. said that it's Jackie. It could just not be Jackie's. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we we have this scene. They're sitting in the van. They're hanging out, and a man comes up to them and accidentally delivers them a keg. And it's really good. (laughs) It's fantastic. It's something where it's like, oh, hey, you guys pre ordered this keg, right? And they all just look at each other and they're like, yeah. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, and you pre ordered it. And you you prepaid. And you prepaid for it. And they go, yes. Yes. (laughs) We did that. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. The, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so you're, so you're the people I'm delivering this keg to? Yes, and you prepaid, <laughs> right? Yes. Great delivery, and I love that they stumble into the exact same conflict that they had in the season one of <laughs> that seventy yeah, show. Season one episode, the keg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where? Yeah. So they have a keg, but they don't have a tap. Well, this is when they decide, like, well, the person at yeah. the beer store doesn't know Leia, so we'll have Leia go yeah. and do it. Well, that's yeah. that's why I was checking my notes, because there is actually one scene in between these things. It's our classic Netflix sitcom 
we've inserted, we've sort of forced apart two scenes that really should be together because we have a scene in the foreman's kitchen where they do the table. Remember the table when they used to do drugs? They do the table, (laughs) but instead it's the kitchen table. Um, I love that. And it's... I forgot about the table. It's Mm -hmm. whip panning around. I believe in the original show, they didn't do the digit. I think here it's digital whip pans. And in the original show, it wasn't. And it, it, I think it's probably so they can edit it together. Yeah. um, More easily, but it doesn't look quite as well, but yeah, they're going around the table with Eric, Donna and Kitty. Donna still won't call Kitty mom. There's a really good line where Donna says like, oh my God, we're upstairs. Or no, Red says you're upstairs people now. Yes. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. And Donna says, so, yeah. "I knew this would happen eventually, but I didn't expect it so soon," which is so great. <laughs> I thought we had more time. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then Red's like, "What's all this smoke?" And Kitty says, "My roast." And she goes and retrieves or her cookies. Um. And she goes and retrieves something she's making. Something she she's was cooking something and it's burning. Burning. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so we go back to the teens. They can't tap the keg. Because Mama, who runs the liquor store, knows them all and won't sell them a tap. Um, <laughs> Nate declares that he hates America. This is when Nikki says, why don't we go to the woods tomorrow and I'll watch you do karate on a tree. Oh, God. <laughs> and that makes him love America again. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. I will say, like, I enjoyed this episode a lot. I think... Pretty much the scene where they're in the car and they accidentally get a keg delivered to them is where it really got going for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. it felt like they were settling into a good rhythm there, which I, I, I liked. Yeah, and and this is really good. I'm into these teens. I'm into these teens and their misadventures. Yeah. But yeah, they have an idea. Oh, she, she doesn't know Leia, so why doesn't Leia go get a tap? And they devise a master plan. Jay says she has really pretty eyes, but Ozzy thinks she's going to get carded. So they do devise a master plan, which I really love. (laughs) Yeah. Which is we cut over to the liquor store and Leia is there and she steps forward and she's she's dressed as a pregnant lady. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Guys, you just you know me. If you have a plan, that's great. If you have a plan that involves a disguise, even better. Even better. Perfect. (laughs) Chef's kiss. Leia is a true master of disguise. She walks right up to the counter and Mama immediately goes, should you be drinking in that condition? <laughs> which, perfectly reasonable question to ask. Uh, to which Leia's like, oh no, it's my husband. He got a keg for the baby shower. Which which works. I somehow. would have said 4th yeah. of July well, well, because my- this is supposed to be taking place over 4th of July, that, but... <laughs> yeah. That is... That is absolutely true, but I do really like uh, the reason it works is because Mama's response is, oh, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I really fancy. like that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's good. Uh, and then, you know, Leia goes to pay for the keg and uh, all of a sudden her baby moves. <laughs> yeah, it, like it, it shifts kicks? around. You mean her baby kicks? Leia's water actually breaks. She's been pregnant the whole time. Yeah, yeah for real. Her baby actually moves to like the side. Yeah. <laughs> you mean her baby bump? Her baby bump. You mean her baby bump moves around her body to the side? Yes. But uh-huh. wait, so she, wait. Okay, because now I'm confused. So she wasn't pregnant? Mark, 
They pulled I'm the gonna, I'm gonna tell you this. Here's here's yeah. uh here's something. It was Wait, a Zach, where do babies come? <laughs> okay, it was a disguise. <laughs> Zach, where do it was, babies come from? It was an from? illusion. She's a master of deception. Oh, you want to know where babies come from? Okay. Yes, so when I do. a mommy More and than a daddy anything. love each other very much, <laughs> the mommy uh takes a bunch of stuff and like puts it up to her belly like Leia just did. Uh it didn't actually work because she doesn't love anybody very much. But like you put a bunch of stuff like up your shirt and make like the belly bump, and then all of a sudden it becomes real. For a second, I thought you were going to say when two te- when two when a mommy and, and then daddy you have sex. love each other very much, they drive somewhere where their parents won't hear them in a Vista Cruiser and <laughs> uh, and make Leia after season eight. Um, but uh, yeah, Mama sees through them because uh, that doesn't happen with real pregnant women. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And she threatens to call the cops, and Leia says, if you call them, I'll tell them that you deli- you gave alcohol to minors. And there is a very good moment, or there's a moment that I really love where she says, like, well, I didn't do that. He did that. And the, like, assistant guy goes, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> very good. But, yeah, Leia says, if you call the cops, I'll tell them that you delivered booze to underage kids. Um, yeah. But I won't say anything if you just sell me this tap. And so she gets the tap. Also, you can't drink a tap. <laughs> no, that's one of my favorite lines from the original That 70s Show. Yeah, I, think, I don't think we mentioned this, but like Leia is like a debate team like champion. Yeah, uh, I so love she that. shows it that's off true. here. I honestly, I didn't even make that connection, but I'm glad you did, Zach. Well, she she brings it she up. She like cheers like her. No, I remember she mentions it. Yeah. I didn't remember she brings it up again. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. You're all looking at me like I'm. No, insane. sorry. Well, we were going to say that when they're you cheering are. at the water tower, she cheers her uh, her debate coach. She's like, "Thank you, oh, Mrs. Jablonski, uh, for, yeah. for cheering oh, okay. for pushing yeah, me to yeah. become a debate champion." <laughs> uh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. But yes, they do celebrate at the water tower. Uh, Gwen tells Leia that she should stay, and they they watch the fireworks, uh, which of course over at the foreman's house upsets Eric because Eric said she had to come home for the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Um, so Donna and Eric are very upset, um, but Leia comes and she says that she wants to s- stay. Um, uh, Donna and Kitty are immediately very like welcoming and like, okay, if that's what you want to do. Um, but, and Eric can't believe that they're not supporting him and wanting to hold on to his daughter forever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he already paid for space camp. For he already paid for space camp. camp. I guess he Donna's going to have know, to go. They should pretend that Donna's his daughter. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Leia storms off and she says, like, I'm not get- getting in that car tomorrow. And Eric has maybe his maybe his best line in the episode. Maybe not, but maybe his best line in the episode. He says, you'll get in that car or my foot is going in your ass. And that's <laughs> and where get, Red. Uh, maybe yeah. Red's best line in the episode follows immediately yeah. after uh, where yeah. he where like there's a silence afterwards that Eric just like said all this stuff. And then Red goes. I have never been prouder of you, son. It's so Which I think might have been not so only my favorite red line, but my favorite line in the episode. It's such a good it's line, really good. and it really it's is so like thematically yeah. important too. Which is so great. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like really Eric's good. becoming his father. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Uh and but so we go to 
Eric sitting on the car um, in the driveway, just like the pilot. And mm-hmm. Donna uh, goes and joins him and tells him it might not be a bad idea for Leia to stay with her grandparents. Um, Eric and Donna are very cute together. They have a really cute moment. They they still yeah. have a lot of chemistry. Yeah. It's like the pilot again. They do the little yeah. like head push thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do the head push thing as a callback to the pilot, which we just watched. Yeah. So we caught that. You didn't think we would yeah. catch it because you don't think we're very smart, but we're really smart. We're some real <laughs> eagle-eyed viewers over here. I've read so many That's something many that I even IMDB didn't catch. <laughs> uh. um, but yeah, uh, Leia is down in the basement, the foreman's basement this time, mm-hmm. which does have the furniture from the 70s. Yes. Um, <laughs> right. She's really upset. Eric comes down to talk to her. He notices her her nose ring that she got is gone. And she says, well, yeah, it was a magnet. And I sneezed and it went down the drain. It's just so funny. I um, love that. I just, yeah, I liked that a lot. I love that Gwen is um, not cool enough to have a real nose ring. Yeah. I love that Leia yeah. is just as much of a dork as Eric is. She has that yeah. same Very quality good. that she's just like stumbling through the plot. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I do uh, feel like even they're sort of different because Eric, I feel, was much more sarcastic than Leia is. Yeah, definitely. Leia, I feel like it's even yeah. more kind of sheltered. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there comes to actually what might really be my favorite Eric line because it just made me laugh a lot where Eric's like, you know, you should you should stay here. I had a great time growing up here. You know, my fr- or he, he's talking about the basement. He says, you know, my friends used to spend all our time down here. We'd listen to music. We'd goof around. We'd do other things <laughs> i just love him stopping short of telling his daughter yeah we used to do so much drugs <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing for later yeah um, we used to do drugs but he he tells leia that she should stay yeah great and she's really happy and then she like, asks if they ever had sex on the on the stairs because eric says that uh he <laughs> fell in love with Donna on the stairs. Right. He's like, wow, what a question to ask your father. (laughs) And he like takes a minute to stop and think about it too. Yeah. That's what I love. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He's like, did we have sex on these stairs? I don't know. (laughs) It's possible. We did a lot of weed in this room. (laughs) Did they pull uh, the room uh, and have sex on the staircase? Oh my God. Um, Oh my God. Yeah, uh, so Eric and Donna are leaving. Donna gets all the bags again. Um, Great, wonderful. uh, Really good, really good callback. Um, (laughs) Kitty hugs Eric and just doesn't let go. And I I liked this line. She says, I'm listening to your heartbeat. (laughs) Um, And Eric, still being hugged by Kitty, walks over to Leia. Kitty lets him go. Eric gives her a hug and... You know what? Eric maybe just has some bangers because maybe this is my favorite. He says to her, and Leia, I just want you to do one thing this summer. And he like looks red straight in the (laughs) eyes and he says, I want you to hang out in your grandpa's basement as much as you can. It's so good. It's very good. Inviting the terror to come into the basement again. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And Red's just like, you motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. It's really good. I love it. Um, Donna calls Kitty mom before she leaves. Oh, so it's cute. a very cute moment. Yep. So yeah. adorable. 
And uh, then they leave, and everybody's in the basement. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I believe we have have one more scene. Yes. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, How could I forget? Yeah. (laughs) I think versus, you know, like, Kitty's Kitty's encouraging Red. She's like, or is saying how she wants the kids, even though Red doesn't. And Red says, son of a bitch, which I just think is so funny. Like I said, Red's been on detached vacation mode this whole episode. And for, for the episode to end with, years. nope, they're going to be teens now. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yep. And uh, then Red meets Jay, right? That's the yep. scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Red meets Jay. And he's Jay, like, wait, he who the hell are you? He's like, yep. I'm Jay. Jake Helso. And he's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yep. And then, and then Michael Kelso shows up. Woo-woo. Yay. Kelso's here. Kelso's here and he's still stupid. He is yeah. stupid, though he's I do think he yeah. has the vibes of a very stupid adult as opposed to a very stupid teenager, which I do love. Yeah. <laughs> that I, is I a good have, point. I mean, there's that another banger of a line. There's another banger of a line yeah. from Red here uh, when, like, Kelso's like, oh, I see you've met my my son. He's great. He's got his dad's looks and his mom's brains. got straight A's this past year. And it cuts to Red and he's like, good God, they're evolving. <laughs> Which yeah. I think was very fun. It's so good. It's, really it's good. like, oh no, yep. he made a super Kelso. A Kelso who's yep. attractive but smart. Yep. Oh no. Yep. And Jackie comes in, says, Yay. Michael, let's Yay. go. Michael, and, let's go. And uh, they're getting think, married again. Yeah. They've been married, yeah. divorced, and now getting married again. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I do think we should mention... Because I do think it's purposeful fan service. When Jackie comes in and demands Kelso, he does go like, damn, Jackie, I have to say goodbye to the Foremans. Like, they they work in a, well, damn, Jackie. <laughs> well, damn, Jackie, I can't control the weather. I can't control the weather. <laughs> I can't control the weather. <laughs> what a but cameo. Yeah, it's, what a good cameo. Yeah, Jackie's, so good. Jackie's back. She's bossier than ever. And we're going to get remarried for the second time. Love it. I love that we see Kelso again. Wait, okay, wait. They said remarried for the second time. My question is, does that mean that they're getting married a second time or they're getting married a third time? Like they got divorced Ooh. twice. Good question. <laughs> I I like your I like the married for the third time better because it's I funnier. Think it's, I think it's married for the third time. <laughs> that would be I, hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And so um, in character. Yeah. Um Oh, yeah. It's very in character for them. Kitty is excited to have kids around again. Uh, Red is not. Um, And we and then Kitty and Red show the kids the basement. Um, Mm -hmm. Red lays down some rules. Uh, I think this line was in the trailer like Liz, like, you know, he's like a no parties. And she's like, oh, you're such a kidder pretending to be such a hard ass. And she looks at Red and she goes, "Okay, no parties, you guys. <laughs> or whatever the line is. Um, and then yeah. Kitty gives them uh, some of Eric's old stuff, uh, mm-hmm. including his old game of his old Candyland game, which, if you remember the original series, was his secret hiding place that everybody knew about. <laughs> <laughs> Except he doesn't hide and money the, there anymore. He, he hides something no. a lot more fun. Drugs. After Kitty leaves, yep. we find out his old weed stash is there, uh, yep. which would definitely be expired by now. It would definitely just be like dried yeah. hay, like dried weed hay. But no, they, yep. they decide they're going to smoke it. 
Uh, also, I'm pretty ends. sure that like there's a line in there that Leia does not know what weed looks like. Leia's like, yeah. what is yeah, that? What's in this bag? <laughs> yeah, she says, what's in the bag? And then I think they're all like, oh my God, your grandma hooked us up. And then I think the last line of the episode is Leia going, but seriously, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> and then we end. Um, and again, I just want to reiterate Jay kind of comes on to Kitty in this final scene. That's at least how yeah. I read it when he's like, your your home is so welcoming and I can't wait to spend more time inside it this summer. It's so yeah. God, Jay. It's, he's coming <laughs> on to Kitty phrase it or that way <laughs> in that moment. Definitely. I just think it's funny that them. that's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's the episode. Yeah. I had fun with this episode. It looks like it's gonna be a fun Me show. Too. Uh, of all the reboots we've seen, I definitely think this is the strongest one we've seen so far for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see the next episode. I, um, I want to like actually talk about the show rather than just talking about, you know, I think it has some faults, but I think it's fun. I think the new characters are pretty fun together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe it sort of has that thing that like the first episode of fuller house had as well where it's a lot of setup and it's like i'm excited to see these characters together now i'm wondering if there was a way to start it with like from the get-go leia's going to be spending time here and we Mm. sort of get to her and the teens hanging out a little earlier um but i think it was a really fun first episode i had a lot of fun with it and i'm excited for the rest of the show well, Mark, I think the key difference between this and Fuller House is that there isn't a point in the show where all the teens just take a break to stare at the camera for five minutes. Yeah, they didn't That's do a, they didn't do a uh, what I think we expected to happen. They didn't do a where's hide these days joke, <laughs> which. Maybe that's for the best. Uh, good. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. I yeah. Think it's good yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they they don't spend as much time like passing the torch, but they do managed to accomplish that in a much more natural way than I think like Fuller House did, which I commend oh, them yeah, for. Yeah yeah. 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 Uh and I'm excited for this wacky teens. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. know what else I'm excited for, Harrison? What? Sad boy of the week. Let's do it, boys. First whoop, one whoop. for that 90s show. I think for me there's two that kind of stand out to me. Yeah. And that's there are Nate two that Eric. stand out to me. Okay, there there are there were two that stand out to me. I have one that's different, and it's less that there's another character who's really really sad, other than Nate and Eric. But I have a case I want to make that I think is okay. okay. Um, so Eric, of course, because yes. Eric, yes, is cannot let go of his daughter. Wants to go to father daughter space camp. <laughs> is obsessed with Star Wars. <laughs> wanted name to name his daughter, his daughter Leia, Leia Tatooine, not really. <laughs> He teaches the, about the religion of Star Wars. Um, and he's becoming and his father, which is the saddest. Yeah. He's becoming his father. So all. I love it. It's so good. Um, uh, he has so Nate, many good moments in this episode. He's really good. Nate oh yeah. uh, almost Nate. slices uh, his nipple <laughs> while shaving his, his chest because uh, his sister's listening to whiny vagina music. Yeah. So there's that. Nate uh, was scared that the McRib was going to be discontinued. Gone forever. Uh, Yep. And uh, the only only way he can be, uh, his spirits can be revived 
after he finds out they don't have a tap is by having his girlfriend watch him do karate. The, I was going to say, in the, woods. Have, is, the only way that he can get better is by doing karate in the woods in front of an audience. Yeah. It's so yep, good. It's so good. Like, that's it's so, so sad. Good. He's so dumb. It's so good. He's such a dummy. I love him. I love him so much. We love a dummy. Here's yeah. my one other case to make. Okay. Can I, I want to nominate Red. Oh, I want to nominate Red, who is coasting through his senior years and is so happy throughout most of the episode, not having to give a shit about any other human or any of their teenage (laughs) problems. And then at the end is going to have to spend a full summer taking care of these dumb kids again. All hanging out in his basement <laughs> again. Yep, yeah, all hanging yeah. out in his basement again. His life is ruined. I would also like to make a case for Leia. She's pretty sad. <laughs> She's pretty sad. She's pretty sad. She's, despite, like, it's funny because it's, like, it's suburban Wisconsin, and I kind of thought, oh, you could play a thing, like, oh, they all think she's cool because she's from Chicago. She's from the city. Yeah. But, like, she seems very much like this doe this, like, doe in the woods. Uh, yeah. And they're all much cooler than her remember when she sees really Gwen like. dancing alone in her yeah. room to pop music yeah. the thing she says is i was watching you imagining what it would be like what to it was be you to be you yeah <laughs> right yeah no she absolutely gets a nomination she does not know what weed is she doesn't know what weed is yeah uh, uh, I, oh god i i yeah. think so I think I have to vote for Eric on this one, though. I I was going to vote for Eric as well. He's just he's, I, he's doing it. He's putting he's it so, out there. I think there's a lot of strong nominations in this first episode. Yeah. Right. But yeah. you know what? I, I think I'm going to vote Eric, too. Yeah, he's there's so a lot of strong nominations, but I feel like Eric stands out even among these strong nominees. Eric's the saddest boy. We talked about this that last <laughs> week. Eric's a bit of a sad boy. And yeah, he's it. a bit of a sad boy uh, every week. Yeah. <sighs> it's almost an unfair advantage. I guess that's why it's good. He's not the main character of this show. It just he would just sweep yeah. the competition yeah. too early. Le- mm. Leia will have more chances. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leia will have more chances. Yeah. Nate will have more chances. Red will have more chances. Red will I'm have sure. More chances. Yeah. Oh, Red will definitely have more chances. All these. Oh, for sure. <laughs> He's got a Kelso yeah. in his basement. Oh, it's gonna be bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be good. All right. I think that's it. Uh, Harrison, you want us to take us home? All right. Well. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of that rewatch party. If you'd like to see more of us, please check us out at rewatch party pod on facebook twitter and instagram rate review subscribe do all that other stuff and i'm harrison bloom i'm zach horowitz and i'm mark green and until next time keep rewatching and keep your asses away from any incoming foots <laughs> <laughs>